Yo, 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 what's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Toronto Maple Leafs? This is Leaf Edition, the first one in 2019. I'm joined by a good bro, Ski Indeed, Mr. Jordan Hendrickson, uh, a big, big, big Leaf fan, also played high-level junior hockey. Uh, he knows what it's kind of all about. But uh, big disclaimer on this one. If you're coming here for the facts, yeah, I might be far from it. This was a, a, f- a fun get-together with a good buddy, and after an amazing meal and probably too many drinks, uh, this podcast happened. So some of the things may not be like exactly right to like right to tea, but I think mostly fans can appreciate this. A lot of good insight. I want to thank Jordan for uh, coming over and joining me on Hockey Night in Canada. It was awesome. Go Leafs, go. And, um, yeah, hopefully we'll have another Leaf Edition in a couple weeks. Thanks so much for tuning in and checking us out. Have a great one. This is the Not After 30 Podcast, a podcast about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Now, it's time for the show. What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Toronto Maple Leafs? What's up, bitches? We're back. First real true Leaf Edition of the season. Finally, I'm joined across the table from my blue and white bro, Mr. Jordan Hendrickson. What's up, baby? Go Leafs, go, baby. Go Leafs, go is right. Big OT win in Montreal tonight. Oh, uh, yeah. So we wanted to do this um, over the uh, All-Star break, the, the unofficial halfway point of the season. It didn't work out, so we're doing it a little bit late. But I think we did it on the right day because this was a fun game to watch. Montreal came to play. The Leafs, the Leafs were like, oh, you guys are so cute. Are you guys a new puppy? Look how cute they are. They're running around. It's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Hey. So, um, what does that sound? I think that's your uh, heater kicking on. Oh, my God. Hold on one second. And we're back. Not embarrassing at all. You know, like... This is a passion project. We don't really have the budget to have reason. Oh, my God. All right. This has been a, a beautifully technical aired show. Um, man, I lost my moj. It was going so well. We were going so smooth. Talking about a big game against the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. Super big game. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Now, yeah. So I, that's what we went to. Montreal Canadiens acting like a cute little puppy. So nice. I, you know, Montreal played really well. You could tell they wanted to win this game. You could tell that they wanted it. Cute little puppy, man. They're only, Cute. like, two points behind us. Well, that's what I'm saying, right? Like, they're two, they wanted to win. They needed the win to get the points. They wanted to hopscotch. But that's not going to happen. Toronto, second half, they're here to play. They're laying down the hammer, baby. Yeah. I, well, you know, they were, a little bit ske- they were a little bit sketchy there at first. I mean, just after the All-Star break and leading into the All-Star break, I was... All-Star break, I was scared. Okay, hold on. We, we should probably backtrack a little bit. Okay. Okay? Jordan, this is your first Leafs edition, right? Very first Leafs edition, yes. I think the All first right. edition I ever did on this was uh, Wolfpack. Wolfpack, yeah. You are one of the Wolfpack broskies. One Damn of right. The, the original Wolfpack. The, the three-man Wolfpack, I should say. But um, <laughs> this is... This, Leaf edition, we get a little crazy. We nerd out pretty hard for the blue and white, and we wait for the rest of ho- the hockey world to catch up to our laughter because we're just so far advanced. I wouldn't say nerd out. I say it's a way of life. I think so too. It's a religion. It's, yeah. it's and you know what? Like everyone gives Leafs fans a hard time because whatever. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care about other things because here's the bottom line: 
If you're not with us, you're against us. You know what? We're the only fans that never lived in the past. Even when we sucked, we still love them because we don't live in the past. Yeah, it was 50 years ago that we won a cup, but we loved them that day. I wish it was 50 years ago. It was way longer than yeah, that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm talking about like 10, 15 years ago where yeah. we still loved them. Through Ride or die, baby. We Leaf fans are the epitome of the phrase ride or die. Could be the stupidest. Could be the dumbest, yeah, but... I mean, listen, but we're, this, we're this, not Buffalo. These last few years have really, you know, shown us that we're, the faith really comes to you know comes here, to light. Here's what I think the what sums up the last couple of years. Toronto had has, not to my knowledge, not to my fandom, has never done a rebuild. I've never. They've done partial rebuilds. You know, the Brian Burke era where it was like, uh, we're gonna try to be competitive and rebuild that like, was a disaster how did that fucking happen that was a disaster here we're trying to rebuild we're also going to trade our first overall pick for this year and next year see Berkey was uh, Berkey was an old school old school dude mm. he had his way or the highway and, and uh, he hated ties hated ties I mean shit with a with a 19 and a half inch neck who doesn't <laughs> yeah right <laughs> all my ties look like bow ties <laughs> I'm not wearing it but uh, he, he was just never listening to where the new NHL was going. Right. He's from the old NHL. Right. Never paid attention to it. Although I mean, all that shit's he, he coming back. He did draft Kadri. Did he? I believe he drafted Kadri. Wasn't that when, like, Cliff Fletcher came back for, like, a cup of coffee? No, I think that was... I think Cliff Fletcher came back just as Shanahan came in, wasn't it? Sort of the guy Shanahan in his first year oh, or two? Possibly. I, I don't know. I can't I think remember. he came back as an exactly. advisor. But Shanahan has been the saving grace oh, yeah. for the Leafs. Hands down. And I thought when, when he showed up in town, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be a colossal fuck-up. And what I'm really impressed with is, I mean, I played hockey, high-level hockey. And uh, being from Toronto, the amount of pressure under someone coming from Toronto to play in Toronto right. is just absolutely unreal. And Mitch Marner... Mm-hmm. John Tavares, yep. they, Zach Hyman, Zach Hyman, those guys, Dermot, are, like there's like, t- there's like seven guys from Dermot, the- yeah, okay, but I'm talking like high guys, level guys, like Marner and Tavares are like the right, they're right in there, you know what I mean, and they're the top notch, so being able to handle that, being able to handle the pressure and still perform on that level. That's hard because Toronto fans they'll they'll love you for that minute, but once you yeah, don't Phil start, Kessel. ask Willie, Willie Nylander. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, Willie. Ask Nyl- Jay Gardner. <laughs> Jay Gardner, you joke, buddy. Oh, you're not a fan. <laughs> not a fan of no tie skates. Oh my god, okay. his skates look like the loosest skates in the league. Well, that's probably why he always trips while skating backwards. Yeah. Yeah. He- Trips over the blue line. Oh, man, that blue line getcha. Yeah. That blue line getcha. There's a sniper in the stands always waiting for Jake Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get into it. Okay, so Leaf Talk, we, we just try to get into We try to get, go deep. We try to uncover things. We try to talk about the things that are important to us. Here's what's important to me right now. I want to know. I'm going to give you my grading on the first half of the season. Okay. So let, let's look at the record probably I don't think is as good as people think it might might have been or could have been, but I think the record shows a really a team on a mission, a team looking to try to beat out Boston. I I give the Leafs first half of the season 
B plus. And and the only reason I give it a B plus is because there's been some ugly blowouts in the first half of the season. They're well over five hundred. Yeah, well for sure. I mean, uh, okay, well, fifty four games played, thirty four wins, seventeen losses, three overtime losses, uh, seventy one points for fourth best in the league, with a couple games in hand on all the three teams ahead of them. But you know, you look at their division; it's a little bit of a different story. I mean, you. you uh, you have Tampa who's running away, running away with the league. And I have this weird feeling Tampa is going to do one of two things. I know it's kind of the obvious thing, but they're either going to smoke the league, run away with the President's Trophy, which they're probably going to do. No one's going to catch them, but they might get like a rash of really bad injuries. They've been too good for too long. As an athlete, I never wish that. Of course. Never wish that. I'm not wishing. I'm just saying like that, that's, that, that could be a thing. I don't think they have what it takes. Like I saw them in the playoffs last year. I don't think they have what it takes to get that next level. So you think they're... Like that Washington. You know how Washington was for years. just on the cusp? For years. They could have done it. Could have done it. And then they just needed, like... They needed that pedigree. They needed that teaching. You know what I mean? Losing a couple times. Right. And I think this year will be the same thing for them. I, I don't think they'll make it past the conference final. Wow. If they make the conference final. So you're thinking that, A, a possible surprise in the first round... I don't think they're going to lose the first round. You're saying? Are you saying I'm saying they're going to lose the first round? No, I, I'm curious on what you mean. Like, so you think they're either going to, you think they're going to lose in the conference final? You think they're going to skate through the first and second round? I don't think they'll skate because the playoffs are a whole different ballgame, no matter what. Playoffs. Once you make the playoffs, you're in. It's a new season. Okay. It's a new season. New teams. New season. You're in the playoffs. That's it. Right. I think they'll make the conference final. I don't think they'll make the Stanley Cup final. Wow. So you think Toronto's going to make the Stanley Cup final? Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. Because no one else... Well, I think we're going to beat Tampa in the conference final. Ooh, I like that. You know, the only bad thing about that is a fucking battle of what team's playing what because the Leafs jersey and the Tampa... Like, I, I harp on this every single hockey podcast, but it bothers me that much. See, our biggest thing is not Tampa Bay. It's the Boston. Boston. It's fucking Boston, 100%. And don't knock the table because everybody who's listening, (laughs) all three of them are freaking out right now. (laughs) The Boston fucking Bruins. Yeah, the Boston, the curse. It's it's a curse. That is the hump. If the Leafs can beat Boston in the first round or whomever, if they can beat Boston at any point in the playoffs, it'll be such such a relief for Leaf fans everywhere that that I think it will be a mini victory. It'll give the momentum that they need. I grew up hating the Montreal Canadiens. Oh, me too. Early 90s. You know, Patrick I mean, Roy. I absolutely hated the Montreal Canadiens. And then that first playoff run we got after, what, oh, 10 talk- years? Are you talking like 92? No, I'm talking about that first playoff run in like 2010, was it? or 2000? Oh, the, the, the against the, Boston where we lost the first round game gotcha. seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were up by four. I've never despised a team as much <laughs> as I despise Boston. When I really should just despise the Maple Leafs because they gave they, the game. They lost that game. Boston they lost, yeah. Boston but, didn't win that as much as Toronto. But lost mentally, it. if you watch how we play, they have our number. They've had our number. That's all true. The time. And, but do you think do you think Boston has the number because they're built to beat Toronto? Because you, you saw them like these. You saw them like. Uh, Boston's a playoff team, but you saw them fold against Tampa. Like last year, they couldn't they couldn't skate with Tampa. 
Boston's a playoff team because they're physical. They're veteran. Strong. They got veteran presence. Lots of veteran presence. And they're dedicated. They got that desire. Like They will go that extra mile. They will lick your face. If, they, if need be. They will. They will. But that's what we lost. Like, Matty Martin. I wish we never gave him up. Yeah, but w- he played, what, like 13, 15 games for but the Leafs? But we need him with that physical presence for our young guys. Okay. I understand the that, like, enforcer. Who's going to fight for us? Kadri? Yeah. Again, Almost right. did it again today. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing that you need some physicality. I don't think you need the whole enforcer role. You do. You need it just for mental. He doesn't even need to fight. For mental is another just, thing, too, right? He just needs to be there to let you know that you're not going to take a run at. Who, who got run over? Uh, ben tonight just ran over. Oh, Nylander. Uh, no, it wasn't Nylander. I think it was Connor Brown. Oh, One it, might, of the two. it might have been both. 29 or 28. Who knows, yeah, right? Right. But he ran him over. And then who's the guy that goes and takes a run at him? Kadri. Who almost also took up the rest referee. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, but I love him for it. I love the guy for it. I agree. You know, and, and he's kind of, he's had that chip all his career. It's not like he just yeah. started doing that. Like he fought Joe Thornton. Ripped a chunk of Joe Thornton. And he fought David Backus. Yeah. Like, I, I think Kadri's that guy that he um, he wants to play with that edge too. Like he does, he, he does yeah. play with that edge. So, okay. So, are there any things out of the, yeah, that may not be 100% clean. That may have had a beer in it at one point. Yeah, there you go. The blow test. It worked out. It worked out great. I, I got. We, we should probably preference a little bit. Like Jordan, and I had a couple pops throughout the game. Yeah, that's definitely not clean. Yeah, that no, that's that's. I'm popping bottles. Yeah, you just drink out of the bottle. I'm popping bottles. You're classy, broad. Don't worry. <laughs> um, we had a couple pops in the game, and uh, Jordan brought some wine because he's classy like that, and. Um, Never show up empty-handed, people. That's true. That that goes a long way. Um, so we we we've. we've handful of pops in between us we had a killer burger and i don't want to be that guy but the works as a franchise i hate work i hate going to franchises franchise restaurants but the works they do burgers really well and they have a burger called a taste of heaven it's a kobayashi beef patty with avocado goat cheese on a sesame seed bun bacon well, you guys had bacon. I didn't it, have. it just makes you feel like you're eating a healthy burger. Yeah, you, you're, it, it feels like you're eating a hug. Like a hug feels good, you know, helps the soul, all those things. That burger did that. I just came in here and I was just like, Britt, what am I getting? And she's like, this is what you're getting. Yeah. I'm like, all right, let's do this. Those burgers didn't last more than three or four minutes. You're going to keep yawning over there, there, champ. Yeah, man. A couple pops, and then that's it for you. That, yeah, I'm an old man now. Jesus. I'm a dad of two, okay? I got to... Okay. Well, let's hurry up with this Leafs podcast, and so you can get to bed and take your oh. 4 a.m. pee. Okay. <laughs> you know, the things I live for is uh, waking up in the morning, getting in the shower, blowing snot out of my nose. Those are the things I live for in my life now. Yeah. All right. So, anything out of the first half of the season that really got you going? The Nylander holdout, the Matthews contract. Nylander, uh, the Nylander holdout pissed me off. Totally. Pissed me off. I, I'm a firm believer that he, he understands that he's not worthy of that contract, but knew if he didn't get it now, he's never going to get it. Not going to get it when the other two guys sign. No. And, and Nylander is one of the, the last guys from that old regime. You know, he wasn't drafted by the Shanahan, the Shanahan plan. You're right. Yeah, yeah. He played down in the Marlies for a while. I played for, yeah, uh, two seasons with the Marlies. Drafted by the old regime. I mean, Kadri's another one of those guys. You know, he turned it around though enough. And um, I guess Gardner, Riley are the other two guys that are left part of that old regime. Riley's a stud. 
Riley should have been in the This All-Star is his game. year, man. This is his, I'm so happy that this is his year Riley because for a long All-Star. time, a long time, we've kind of had him as, oh, he's a blue chipper. He's going to be good. Last season was was a coming out party for him, but this year is really his statement year. He's really – and I think he's still under contract for a couple more seasons. A decent contract, too, like four and a half, five million bucks. I find that the NHL, the NHL game has changed so much. It's, it takes a while to catch up to that speed. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm. the game is so fast. There's no time and space anymore. Like, once you right. get the puck, if you're not shooting or, pl- or making a play, you're losing the puck or you're out of the play. You know, it takes a you quick gotta blink, be quick. quick blink. You have to be quick. I'm, try, I'm trying to figure this out real quickly when it comes to Morgan Riley. For the sake of dead air, I'm just gonna. I'm pretty sure he's locked up for a couple more seasons at four and a half. But anyways, whatever. Yeah, I mean, something that stuck out to me a lot is this. This team I find is very overcoached, and I don't want to take it away from Mike Babcock. I, you know, I believe that he is the man. But when you watch his team and they they try to do this breakout, this weird, you know. Where they drop it to the guy at the back yeah. that just comes flying in, and then he walks into like a like a, a a row of defenders, and like they don't trip it in. Like why not just? Anyways, what I'm trying to say is, they work this really weird system, very overcoached, and I just get worried that they lose some of the creativity that kind of makes plays special. Uh maybe, maybe I don't know, I don't think so because you look at Mitch Marner. Oh man! Imagine he made that. a pass today where he was coming off the half boards out of the corner, right? And he was getting pen- like penetrated. He was getting pressured. <laughs> yeah, he was getting penetrated. <laughs> he was getting pressured, and instead of just dishing it back to the D, he made like this spin spin move. Yep. But then dished it back to the D, and everybody goes with the spin move, and he dishes it back. That creativity is still there. Oh, you know, watching you watch the game, you jumped out of your seat when that happened. Oh, I right. I listen. There's a lot of nice things to like about Mitch Marner, and we're gonna get we're gonna talk contract in a bit. But Morgan Riley, by the way, is here till 2022. And at how much? Uh, he's got five million a year, thirty million dollar total. That's a good deal. That's a good six deal. Six years, six years, thirty million dollars. That's a great deal for your, your your number one defenseman. That's what we needed. That's what we need from our top players, like. If you look at Sidney Crosby, Sidney Crosby, I believe, is... 8.7. Yeah, 8.7, but also maybe 13th or 12th highest paid NHL player from, if not the best, the second best NHL player in this new year. First or second, for sure. He jinxed me with all his yawning. Andrew 13th as the highest, for highest paid player. Like, you've been the face of the game for... All Until aspects. Connor McDavid showed up, but still, and now you guys are sharing the duty. Exactly, it's not even it's not even for sure Connor McDavid. You know what because I mean? Because Crosby goes, "I'm sorry, I can't hear you. My three championship rings and my 100 gold medals are in the yeah. way." Like, yeah, I'm the man. I'm the man. I'm the man. Yeah, so, I, f- I find the best NHL player is the one who wins cups and makes his teammates around him better. I think that's what it has to be. I think that's it. yeah, and I. I think I think anybody would agree with you on that statement. I think Crosby is a the role model for all Canadian the players. The standard, the stand, the golden standard, the golden goose. He so he takes a seven point eight million, uh, sorry eight point seven million dollar contract over 
seven years or eight years, some shit like that. Probably eight point seven years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Malkin signs a year later at like nine or ten million bucks or something like that, right? Not even close to the same player, but Crosby understands a bro's gotta get paid. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna lose sleep about that. Right. On top of that, he's like, I don't give a shit. We're, he Crosby's. He's probably making the least amount of money on his NHL contract. I'm sure he's making more money everywhere else. Endorsements. Endorsements. But also, like, look at Van, Re- Van Riemsdyk. Oh, look at him. He left us. Well, no, no, no. We asked him not to come okay, back. We asked him sure. not to come back. We're like, thank you, but, but no, thank you. But he wanted big money to right. stay. Right. And we're like, nah, you're not worth it. But he is worth that money in the league. But he go gets it. He's never seen a playoff again. Uh-uh. Well, not for the next two years. He's living in the cellar. Yep. You know what I mean? You're not living in Toronto where you walk out on the street and people are, like, treating you like you're a freaking Greek god. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? And that's the price you pay. Sidney Crosby knows. Yeah, they're eighth overall in the conference. Not looking the greatest. But you're playing with top-notch players. You know what I mean? You you're, got a shot every year. You're playing on a good team. Every year you got a shot to make those playoffs. And Pittsburgh doesn't fuck around, man. Pittsburgh's still making moves. They always they're always making moves. I like how Pittsburgh and they've done it for a couple of years now where they're not the top of the league. They're not the bottom of the league. Right now they're in eight, so it's not looking no. too promising. But you know, they still pull it off where they get to the playoffs. And once Pittsburgh's in the playoffs, like I said, it's a whole new season. It's a whole new That's game. It, yeah. And they and they make it count. They have the experience. They have the you know, that sandpaper, that grit. They, they, got, they have the experience. I think that's a kicker. They, yeah. they have the experience to make it all work. I, okay, I, I don't want to make like a whole NHL thing. I, I really want to be like really Leaf exclusive. You had Freddie Anderson go down for an injury. You had Garrett Sparks go down for an injury caused by his own teammate in practice. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nylander, like his first two weeks back, not, o- not only does the team Shoot go on the, the skin. Yeah, right? <laughs> Matthews, the day before, the night that Nylander signs his deal, Matthews t- puts a team on his back, wins in overtime, I think against Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Nylander signs that night. Next day, Nylander joins the team. Team goes on a little bit of a skid. Win one, lose three. Win one, lose three. Bad news. Injures Sparks in, in uh, practice. Gives him a concussion by a shot to the mask, yeah. which is crazy that you know the mask is there to protect you, but it's, it's still going to... You're still going to get a concussion. Yeah, with these sticks these days, these pucks are flying. Uh, say what you will. When a 150-pound man can give another man a concussion by using a piece of composite metal. Uh, you'd be surprised, man. Those, those pucks are coming in at you like 100, and 100 miles an hour. Right. Fair enough. Okay. No, no, I'm, not, I'm not trying to make it a big deal. but So there's that. At least going a little bit of a skid. Plus, their goaltending situation and their defense situation is all anybody wants to talk about. They have to sign, um, what's his tits? Jake Muzzin? No, uh, the goaltender that they, they got from Florida. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. You know what's so silly is, like, I, I had it, I just had it up there, too. Um, anyways, it doesn't matter. Whatever his tits are, is. Don't look for it, because then it's going to just take us forever to find it. But um, so you, it's still then at least go on a bigger skid, lose a couple more games, maybe not like the best overall um, look for the Leafs. But I guess this is what makes a team better, right? Like you, you got guys coming in, filling in spots, all those other things to try to get the Leafs where they need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, do you figure it out? Nope, nope. I okay. just got Sparks and 
Anderson that I know of. Who's the guy from Florida you're talking about? The the goalie that they signed when they, they traded for him. He played a couple times in the league. Scott, maybe. No Anyways. It's a, oh, here we go. I'm going to find it right now. Uh, Hitch, Michael Hutchinson. Hutchinson. Hmm. Hutchinson went three wins, one shutout. Um, anyways, whatever. They picked him up from Florida when, the, when all this stuff happens. So what I'm trying to say is, like, the, in the face of diversity, the Leafs really didn't shine. They kind of went uh, just under 500 in that time. So, okay, so nine games for the Leafs. He went three wins, four losses, two overtime losses, a goals against of 3.27, and a save average of 8.87. Hmm. Not lovely. Not lovely at all. No. That's your third string dude. And remember, Leaf, Leafs also got swiped on the waiver deadline, losing Pickard and... Um, McElhaney? McElhaney. So, you know, so, so maybe this guy's like fifth on their depth chart, but it's still a thing. I think McElhaney was a great goalie. Think, great backup? Yeah, great backup, for sure. But I appreciate them kind of like uh, Levo as well. I appreciate yeah. the Leafs saying, you know what? You don't have a shot here, but you're NHL worthy. We're going to give you a let's shot put somewhere you somewhere. Else. Let's put you somewhere. Yeah, I like it too. I mean, that, but that's the new Leafs, right? The, the new Leafs aren't like what we're used to. We're so used to such a disconnect from this is a business, blah, blah, blah. We're not going to do these things. Like the Leafs now, they take care of their players. Mm-hmm. It was like the Lou Lamorello influence. But they also expect their players to perform. Well, that's the other thing. Muskoka 5, fucking Matt Sandin, Brian McCabe, Darcy Tucker, Shane Corson. What is this Muskoka 5 you're talking about? Those guys back in like the late 90s, early 2000s, they all had like Muskoka cottages and they're all with on these huge contracts and we never made the playoffs. Right. We sucked. Like when Ty Domi was a big offseason yeah. signing. They, tr- they were treated like gods and they walked through Toronto like they were everybody's, you know, savior, but they never did anything for us. Totally. You they, know what I mean? They just played. I mean, they, they had a couple of playoff runs, but nothing more first or second round. I think we played Carolina. Well, no, we went to a conference final against Carolina. What, 2000, 2001 or something like that? Something like that. Yeah. But that was the last hurrah. Okay, so one, one, two, three, four, five, six, Seven, oh, no, not seven. 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 Seven players on the Leafs roster right now are G- born in the GTA. So let's, let's assume grown-up Leaf fans. I feel like most of these guys are probably born in, like, the uh, mid-'90s anyways, which makes me feel even older. Maybe you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I feel great. All right. All right there, Junior. All right there, son. Okay, so how much of a factor, how much of a boost or pressure is that for any Leaf fan growing up to down the blue and white? Huge pressure. Also huge boost. You know what I mean? You live and die the blue every Saturday. You know what I mean? You're If you're not at home with your family, you're at someone else's house who is family. At the bar. And at the bar. At the bar, drinking some beers. Crushing, crushing a couple beers. <laughs> Eating some clams. You know, you're, you're loving it. You're like, this is... This is a way of life for us. Uh-huh. Saturday, Saturday's hockey, no matter what. 
Okay. You know I mean? All right. So 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 as that kid playing for that team, the nerves could get the better of you, but unless you're a total pro, like John Tavares, like Mitch Jason. Marner. Got like the game that we watch now. I'm gonna re- I'm gonna release this as soon as possible. So it's actually it won't even be the most recent Leaf game because they'll have played the Rangers by the time this comes out. But Saturday night, Leafs Montreal in Montreal. Leafs jump out to an early 2-1 lead. Montreal ties. Montreal goes ahead. Toronto ties. Going to overtime. Toronto on the power kill to start. <laughs> they they kill the power play. And then John Tavares on a beauty saucer pass. Backhand. A backhand that looked like if I was playing pool, I would have I would have put the same amount of force into it. And on a pool table, it would have chipped into the hole. John Tavares roofed on Carey Price. Only a couple years removed from his heart slash Vesna winning season, mm-hmm. over his glove hand, with about five inches to play with. Yeah, man, I think you're incredible. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't don't boost up Carey Price much because that is still John Tavares coming down on you. Right. John Tavares is no joke. John Tavares is no joke. John Tavares is one hell of a hockey player. You know what I mean? If you ask Carey Price, Carey Price would probably shit in his pants. Right. When he saw John Tavares coming down on. Listen, Carey Price, no joke. But you know what? Those big goalies at least play well against him. It's the fucking um, Havlak who's been playing in, in nowhere land up to this yeah. season. Boston pick him out of nowhere, and all of a sudden he's playing better, better goaltending than... Uh, every team. Every team now, because Toronto has a team, every team that we play against is coming to play for real. A hundred Phoenix Coyotes. What the fuck? I, I thought they played in the AHL. They come to play. Everybody Fucking comes Ottawa, to you Detroit, you're all on prime time. You have a whole nation watching you. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about a Leafs nation. I'm talking about all of fucking Canada. Well, Everybody I, watches are the team. Leafs. They are you know Canada's what I mean? team. If, if Edmonton isn't playing, but the Leafs are on TV, people in Edmonton are watching the Leafs. Aaron Chalupa backed me up on that one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I, I hate to say it, before Connor McDavid, only true hockey fans... Like true, true hockey fans in Toronto would watch another game if it wasn't the Leafs. If the Leafs weren't playing, I would never. I would never, and still will never watch a hockey game that doesn't have the Leafs. You know what I mean? Because you know what, I get everything I need from this team. But so now these teams know when they come in here, and that's what I think a lot of their struggle is in this season, especially, is that teams are coming to play hard, and yeah. it's and this is a young team that we have, and it's hard for them. To keep that that veteran motivation, like it's it's a job. Come here every day. You go to work. You put in your work. You know what I mean? These kids don't. They're learning that right now. Okay, but there's only a handful of guys. Look, you got Tyler Ennis, right? You've got um, Nazem Kadri. You've got Patrick Marlowe, John Tavares. All guys who've been in the league ten years plus. Mm-hmm. All right. Then you on on D. You got Hainsey and maybe Muzzin. Ten years plus, but not playing on teams that, not all of them playing on teams where teams are coming at them hundred percent. Right. I mean, listen, Marlow, Marlow in San Jose is probably the best option. Until right? the last two years, teams would come into Toronto and play their backup goalie. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, it's for, a joke. They're like, oh, vacay time. We're going to Toronto. We're exactly. going to be on prime time. We're going to have a party because we're going to smoke Toronto. We're going to go let's out. Let's do the that town. special tic tac toe play. We always yeah. practice, but we never do in a real game because the coach says it's not good. Now they're like, oh fuck, like. We got to play all of our starters. Right. We got to we got to sit, we got to sit our goalie in Buffalo or Montreal because the next night we're going to be in Toronto. Right. 
You know I, what I mean? Yeah. Well, motherfuckers come to play, and you know what? That's the only way that this team's going to get better. That's the only way that this team's going to be able to take things to the next level when it comes playoff time. All right. Jake, Mu- Jake Muzzin. You buzzing about Muzzin? Stud. Yeah, man. Stud. Sexy, bearded, Love the beard. grit, sandpaper from the area. You know? Stanley Cup winner. Saw him in his first interview, and you just felt like a up. fucking pro. You know what I mean? Just like, hey, you know, I'm here. You know, I appreciate the trade. Toronto didn't disrespect his last team. Yeah, good, good. You know, big won a cu- cup there. You know, lots of love there. Won a there. cup, game-winning goal for the cup. How do you how do you even argue that? You know, plays with I mean? Drew Doughty for half of his career. And I think they got him with Riley now, don't they? Yeah, they're going back and forth. I I don't know if they're alternating, but I listen to an interview saying Babcock likes um, having likes Easy. having. No, he's sorry. He likes having Riley on his right side, that now his natural his left on his bad side because the benefits of having Riley on the right side is is greater than having Muzzin on the right side. And even though that Riley played on the left side, he prefers the Yurgani now. Finally, it's contagious, Fuck. motherfucker. It is. But he, are you trying to say what I'm saying is boring? I'm just saying that Ry- Babcock believes, the like cock believes, that Riley is more beneficial on his right side than Muzzin is on his right side. So... I don't know if I believe anything Babcock says because he seems like Jake fucking Gardner. Ooh. We're going to do it? We're going to do it? We're going to talk about Jake the Snake, Jake I, the Gardner Snake? I love Babcock, but, I mean, and you know what? Connor Brown, too. I'm going to have to, t- I'm gonna have to call him out. Brown cow. going to have to call him out. Okay. I mean, I, I'm in no position to call out an NHL player. I mean, I'm a good hockey player, but I am nowhere near their caliber. And we want to thank them for listening. Thank you guys you for listening. You know what I mean? But... Let's be real, like Connor Brown. What's going on, man? Like what? Two two goals, three goals all season. Okay. Yeah, I think one was on open net too. From right? last year's twenty plus twenty twenty goals rookie campaign. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but he was getting more ice time. He wasn't on the fourth line. I get that. But if you can pop G's like that, and then you get put down to the fourth line, bro, you better be getting thirty goals a season. And he, it's not even like he's playing with like slum. He's getting opportunities too. He's just not burying. You know, like I, I don't, I don't love Par Limholm. Like I think he's okay. I think he's fast as hell and he's got some hands. Janssen is the man. Janssen's a fucking man. Okay, here, here's a good question. Who do you give money to, Kapanen or Janssen? Kapanen. Over Janssen. Kapanen. What do you like about Janssen? What do you like about Kapanen's game that you don't like about Janssen? Kapanen's got the full fucking set. Kapanen skates, Kapanen hits, Kapanen grinds, Kapanen scores. Yeah, Janssen does that too. No, not like Kapanen. Because well, right? you have Janssen goes yet. into the corner mm-hmm. to battle, just to battle physically, he's losing the battle. Kapanen goes into the corner to battle for a puck, he's coming out with that puck. All right, uh, listen, they played him for probably like four or five of the last six, seven minutes of the game. And Kapanen, he did the same thing. I'll tell you what, I would have signed, this is ridiculous. I know what you're going to say, and I agree already. I would have signed, signed Kapanen before Nylander. Yeah. But I would sign both those guys for the money that they pay, they're paying Nylander. Listen, I, and, I, and for the record, I'm not even upset about the Nylander money. I'm upset about the holdout because he's not performing to what he could. You know and what, And all these motherfucking haters. I'm not haters, upset about that because that comes with the territory, and anyone who's played the game and is in the league knows that that holdout only holds value for next season. If he doesn't come to perform next season and fucking tear up David Pasternak and be better than David he Pasternak. He has to. He has to. Because when you hold out like that, you're, you're done for the season. 
I'm sorry. Right. It, You're it, done for the season. And everybody or, in the game knows it. Or... It so just, next year is his year to prove his worth on his contract. He, def- he definitely has to do something in the playoffs. For me. He has to do something in the playoffs. For the fans, yeah. But when it comes to being legit about it, you like, you know how far behind you are coming in like October? Or when did he come in? Oh, December? December 3rd. Like... You come in in December. These guys have been wheeling since mid-August, early August. You know what I mean? It's you true. are so far behind. And, like, everybody in the game knows, like, okay, he's not going to He's going to be half you. a step behind. He's not going to show you his, his six shot point, th- his six point whatever nine, mil, nine. his 6.9 mil. He's not going to show you that this year. But next year, next year is his year. If he doesn't come out the gate, four-goal game like Austin Matthews oh against Ottawa – that's it. You Toronto's booing you out of town. You're done. Okay, so I think he's going to be prime time. He's going to be prime time playoff guy. I think he's finally going to hit his stride then. That'd be amazing. When when guys start breaking down, wearing down all that stuff, I think he's going to be nice and And I'll, I'll be honest with you, uh, although I'm upset about the contract, I'm upset that he didn't take a pay cut to make this team better or a bridge deal, however you want to look at it. When Willie Nylander gets it going, that's trouble. Yeah, that and that, and you saw it tonight. We saw it. Tonight. We almost fell off the couch together. Yeah, it's trouble. This guy breaks down again on Carey Price, one of the premier goalies in the league. Mm-hmm. Breaks down, goes blocker from the right wing, and snipes it. Snipes, partial knuckle puck. I'll give him points for that. I don't know. That looked pretty nice to me. But he beat the chicken wing out of out of Carey Price, and I'm sure. happy about that. Listen, I I'm not a huge Carey Price fan. I don't even knock him either because, of course, the Team Canada stuff. But I have never truly understood the hype around Carey Price. Then you're nuts. Carey Price is the best goalie in the game. Is he, though, or is he, like, the second or third best goalie in the game? Carey Price is a fucking... Is he, is he the best Canadian-born goalie in the game? Probably. Okay, yeah. Is he? But is he the best goalie in the game? Because Ves- Vasilevsky, well, this guy's... Holpe, Holpe. Braden Holpe is Canadian or American? He's Canadian. Braden Holpe's up there. He's a pretty good goalie. But Carey Price, Carey Price is unreal. Well, I, I don't want to take it away from him. Like I, you can't. I'm, I'm just like if you're building Team Canada, Carey Price is to. your number one goalie. Yeah, there's there is no Canadian goalie I put faith in right now more. Well, that's a more than Carey Price. That's how you judge it. Yeah, for like Hopi, Hopi hasn't been good this year. Like so, the Cavs haven't been good this year either. But yeah. Okay, Mitch Marner. What is what does he get cap wise? Oh man! If you asked me at the beginning of the season, I'm like, I don't know, seven mil, eight so mil. So Austin got what? He got eleven eleven point six. We signed JT, and he's at eleven. Right. All the way through till 2022. Riley's at five, five. million. Yeah. So what do you what do you give Kadri's after at four and a half. after giving Kadri? Is at four and a half, and Willie's at six point nine. But whatever. Yeah. What do you give, Mitch? Yeah. So. What do you even offer the, the kid? The million dollar question. So I. Whatever the fuck he wants, pretty much. I think you have to because of all this talk about the offer sheet. You know, like, you know, uh, when when you heard an offer sheet talked about. Okay, first of all, two three years ago, when people talked offer sheets, there's only one example, and it was fucking Brian Burke. Brian Burke got undercut on uh, Penner. Dustin Penner? Dustin Penner, right? So that was like the, the only example you had. I'm sure there might have been others. I just don't know. So Brian Burke gets fleeced on Dustin Penner. And, uh, where do you go? Um, 
Edmonton? Edmonton or uh, Aaron he came from He came from uh, Anaheim, Anaheim, right? Anaheim, yeah. So I think he went to Edmonton. So I think, I think that's right, yeah. And, and never really panned out. Still a sick power forward. It's fine. Yeah, okay, cool. Whatever, bro. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so all the talk right now is... Now, my understanding is the offer sheet doesn't happen because, like, the GM club is kind of like an old, old boys club. You know, you don't want to rock the boat too much. You want you guys all want to have fun at the winter meetings and all that stuff. So the thing is you talk business, but you don't undercut... You don't cut someone's legs out. Right. Because the GM position, you know, GMs get fired daily once the season's over. Oh, yeah. So what, like, what do you really do, like... I get it. I get why the offer sheet is there, and I also get why they don't do it. But when business is business, and you got a motherfucker like Magic, Magic Mitch Gardner, <laughs> Gardner, wow, Marner. <laughs> when you got Magic Mitch, Mitch Marner, ooh, right. Then you might have to do it because he's a type of player that doesn't really come around too often. Granted, when he was drafted, I remember so many of my Leaf fan buddies. Being like, ah, we should have went Strom. Should have gone Strom was probably the guy to go with. But, you know, like, Dale Hunter knew. They knew. Okay. Look at this. And when I say this, take it with how you know how I am about this player. All right. Wayne Gretzky. I've heard of him. Is he any good? When Wayne Gretzky came into the league, he was he was Mitch Parner. You know what I mean? He, he was small. He was... Scrawny. Scrawny. Couldn't throw a check. Doesn't fight. You couldn't, you couldn't test his intellect, his on-ice vision, his talent, his know-how for the game, his skill level. Okay, but Gretzky, Gretzky wasn't a great skier. I'm not, I'm not saying Mitch Marner's a Gretzky. There's I'm only saying, one. There's only one Gretzky. I'm saying Mitch Marner is that Gretzky-esque. That special type player. You know what I mean? Right. He comes into the league with those... You know, not not the biggest, not the strongest, but the smartest, the right. quickest, best hands. Right. Greatest passer I've seen. Long, long time. Since Gretzky. Wow. I, who, I, who, who, who can do what, like, who can put the puck on the tape yeah. like he can? You know, when you see him kind of dangle, that's what I really, that's what I really admire about Mitch Marner. Because as, as a smaller guy, he's got the space. But he doesn't necessarily have to reach, and when when Mitch Marner speed dangles, speed makes up for it. His speed definitely makes his speed is very good, but his dangle, man, he could be a circus clown. You you, definitely. you you think that there's some kind of magic trick going on, the way he dangles, the way he kind of dances around things, the way he when he glide, when he skates, he's gliding. He's not he's not it's effortless for him. All those things I think make it really important. And teams know he's a pass-first kind of guy. So when he shows off his shot, which is still really elite, I'm always happy about that. So I got a buddy. Is his name Mitch Marner? No. Oh, fuck. That says Marner's going to get 100 assists. Marner's going to get 100 I've been saying assists. that. Was that me? you talking about me? Yeah. I, I think Mitch Marner's. That's the person I'm talking <laughs> about. I've been saying Mitch Marner's probably going to get 100 assists this Kay. season. So he's at 53 games. Right. 45 assists. Okay, so he's probably not going to get 100 assists. He's going to get pretty fucking close to it. He, 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 okay, you think he's getting 80 assists? I'm thinking he's getting 75 max. He's going to get 75 max. Okay. Maybe 80. Yeah, 20 goals, 45 assists, 65 points, and a plus of 20. Maybe 20. 80. Maybe 80. But like that, and 
when I heard that hundred, I was like, these motherfuckers are out to lunch. But I did not not want to believe it. You know, I was like, yeah. I'm he, like, well, he might. Oh fuck, man. He well, he'll. Mm. What do you think? You think he's gonna get more than eighty? I I think he's getting thirty goals. Okay. I, I say thirty between thirty, maybe thirty three goals. Okay. And I think he's getting. I think he's getting close to sixty to seventy assists. I say he's going to get seventy five assists. Okay, so he's he's going to break hundred points. Yes, which is going to be great because that's kind of like the benchmark for the league. Hundred points that puts you elite. Crosby, Crosby usually nails a hundred, hundred and seven points, something like somewhere in that range. So, what about Matthews now? Matthews? No, no. The, your question was. What money does does Marner get? Yes. I haven't answered. Yeah. I gotta guess he's gotta he has to be ten. He has to be between nine. Ten, he has to be between ten five and eleven eleven six. No, no, you don't even put him on the same level as Matthews right now. Why he's better than Matthews right now? You don't put him on the same level as Matthews right now. Here's here's okay, fine. Let's let's have this little friendly debate, my man. Here's my point. Right now, Marner's got more games played. Same amount of time frame as Austin Matthews. Matthews has only one full season. This season won't be a full season he's played. Matthews has got 39 games played. And this is my next, this is my lead up to my next thing. But right. go ahead. Okay. So Matthews right now not looking as durable as Mitch Barner. Exactly. <laughs> exactly what? Okay. So Mitch Barner, okay? You're going to give Matthews. The big money. Right. Right? But Matthews is not durable. Right. He's injury prone. Right. Right? So what are you going to do? You've already given him that money. Now you need money to disperse other places. Marner's got to take a hit. You know what I mean? Marner can't get paid what Matthews gets paid because JT's already up there. Matthews is already up there. Nylander's up there. Nylander's way up there. Don't forget, Freddie Anderson's making five million bucks. Freddie Anderson's gonna want more. He's gonna well, or he's gonna get the boot. One of the two. Freddie Anderson's not getting the boot. We stuck with Freddie when Freddie was suspect. Babcock said, "No, this is my guy. This is my guy." And Freddie stepped up to the plate. Now Freddie deserves his money. Okay, well, how much do you think the salary cap's gonna go up? Like thirteen million bucks. You know what I mean? So that's what I was saying. Matthews needed to take a pay cut. He took a, a shorter term. Right. Okay, fine. So Marner now has to take a huge pay cut. Marner can't make. So does... Unless, unless we just unload and get rid of Gardner and get rid of... Well, Gardner's fucking, gone. Gardner's gone. Gardner's not coming back. Hainsey may come back. Hainsey's gone. What's Muzzin at? About four, four million bucks. You know what I mean? But he, these guys got to take a one year. These guys got to take a cut. Okay, so what okay, so what do you give what do you give Mitch Marner? Or I give Mitch Marner. Does Mitch Marner take a bridge deal? I yeah. Okay. That's what I'd offer Mitch, and I think Mitch is smart enough to know that he's good enough where he could take that bridge and nothing's going to change in his life. He's only going to get better. He's probably going to make more money. You know what I mean? But he knows it's going to benefit the team. I don't think he has that ego persona. Matthews does. If you look at Matthews, Matthews carries himself with that ego that, like, well, he, I'm the prima donna. I'm the man. He's, he's pretty much been the man everywhere he's gone. Be- exactly. Because he, but and he's American. And American. If he was Canadian, it'd be different. It'd be different. I, that's I, why I strongly I think, believe that, too. And that's why I think Mitch, Mitch is going to be like, yo, dude, 
What? <laughs> You're gonna pay me. Hey, bud, give me a poutine and a Molson Canadian. I, I'm I good. Want, I want. I want ten and a half. You're gonna give me nine and a half. Oh shit! Fuck. Yeah. I guess I'm still living the same lifestyle. So fine, <laughs> I'll take it. Still living with my parents because I'm only 21. But whatever. Like you know, he knows that he's still playing hockey for the team he loves. Right. He's with the actual guys that he loves that he goes to battle with, and everything's gravy. You so okay, I mean? so you so you give Marner bridge deal at what like, um, I don't know six six point six point nine, something like that. Yeah, maybe maybe a little bit more. Like well, I think what I give add? him more than Nylander. You have to give him more than. Nylander. I'd give him more than Nylander. I'd give him like eight. You know what I mean? Eight. Okay, so okay, so let's say bridge deal, two year deal, eight billion bucks. Yeah. So sixty million dollar contract. I mean, whatever. Like, you, the, then. And then I think in two and years... it gives the Leafs time to free up money to give right. them something. Because Marlowe's at six. Marlowe's uh, not here for too much longer. This year, Mar- next year. Marlowe's done his bid for the Leafs. His bid was to train these young guys into NHL stars. Okay, so Mar- Marlowe, you got Marlowe this year, next year. You got Hainsey this year. You've got Gardner this year. That's uh, six, uh, six plus five plus... What was Hainsey signed at? Do you remember? Do not. Uh, I think Hainsey's making some money, I think. Let me let me look this up. Hainsey's got to go. Hainsey's got to go. I think I have a cap hit over here. But, yeah, so but between those three guys, you're looking at at least 13 million bucks. Mind you, like you're, there's other guys you're going to have to pay anyways. But, you know, like, like we talk captain. Captain's got to take a bridge deal. Um, captain? Kapanen. Oh, Kapanen. Kapanen will take a bridge deal. He has to. Cause it's Unless he him. wants to leave. Unless he wants to leave. Right, but why would you want to leave? Like, the Leafs gave him his shot. Like, you know, no, he's Pittsburgh un- gave him a shot. Okay, so he was undrafted. Only drafted him to KHL. And Pittsburgh also gave us Kapanen and Austin Matthews. Say what? Pittsburgh gave us Kapanen and Austin Matthews because we gave them Kessel and got the first round pick. Right. So we got Austin Matthews. We didn't get Austin Matthews from Pittsburgh. We got the first round pick and picked Austin Matthews. No, we had that pick. Yeah. You sure? Yeah, because then we traded that. We traded that Pittsburgh for the uh, for uh, Freddie. We we sent that Pittsburgh pick to Anaheim in the Freddie deal. Because you already had first overall. Because the Leafs sucked that bad. So we won the draft lottery. We won the draft lottery. Oh, I thought I was under the impression that we gave up Kessel, and then got the first overall pick. Yeah, had, no, we got. We, they had a no, first round pick. They had their first round pick, but it wasn't the first overall. Ah, the Leafs pick. That's yeah. where I'm mistaken. You're right. Okay. You, you, yeah, but you know what? I get it, man. That was a busy time in your life. You had a lot going on. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> All right, let, I, I'm gonna try to really quickly pull it up. Pull up. Okay, so what do you give Mitch Marner overall? I give him eight, max. I'd give him eight million. Bridge deal, two years. You know what I mean. Allow the team to free up some cap space, and then hook them up long term. Okay, and what what do you do with guys like like um, your your tier two or let's say three players? Dermot, what do you go do with a guy like Dermot? What do you guys what do you do with a guy Derm- like Dermot? Dermot Sparks. What do you Dermot go- doesn't make anywhere near what Riley makes. Dermot, no, Dermot's Dermot. like seven fifty or something like that. Yeah, Dermot, Dermot's fucking seven fifty again. All right, here we go. Okay, so uh, Nylander's got to prove himself a little bit more. Nylander six two five, six mil two hundred and fifty G's on the season. 
Uh, Ridiculous. And then, yeah, so this year, next year, and then 2020. Yeah. But his uh, his salary is... Oh, shit, his salary this year, his actual salary is eight and a half million bucks. Yeah. Annual cap. They front-loaded it. Yeah. Goddamn. Yeah, so, yeah, so then at uh, 20, year 2020, when a lot of this shit's going to hit the ground... Is uh, or hit the ceiling is seven. Oh, sorry, four twenty-five. Fuck, man, these trains are catching up with me. Oh, you know who you're still paying for? Nathan Horton. You know what, man? I I, I appreciate that. Until twenty twenty, I, I got no problems with that. I appreciate that guy. That guy. Well, you want to know his cap hit? Cap got, hit is got, this he, year probably like two three. Uh, five point three. <laughs> He's making more money than Jake Gardner. <laughs> yeah, but that guy fucked his melon up, man. Yeah, like, right. That guy really got fucked up. He's not going to know what to do with that money. Okay, Freddie Gauthier, where do you put him? Freddie Gauthier's got to get a little bit stronger. He's got to get a little bit more aggressive. Big guy. He's got to be that power forward. You want to be that power forward, you get money. If you don't, see you later, bud. Okay. Big question mark, your Russian defenseman. Zaitsev? Let's start there. Fuck him. Zaitsev? See you later, Zaitsev. Okay, Zaitsev's making four and a half million bucks this year. See you later, bud. And they've got him locked in. Till 2024. Terrible. Terrible 2024, yeah. You got to unload that. You got to give it to somebody else. You got to put them in a package deal with Gardner and send them both packing. It's tough, man. I don't know. I don't know what you're – I don't know what you can I'm not saying send them both with – like, but he's got to go. Like, he's not worth that. How is he making anywhere near what Riley makes? Because Riley signed his deal like three years ago. But Riley's a good Canadian boy. Riley's like, yo, I want to play for a team. I want to be good. I want our team to be good. Let's go. That's what okay. Marner's going to do this year. All right. Just on the, on the, on the back end, Hainsey, last year of his contract, salary cap of $3 bucks. I think that's a good deal. Hainsey sucks. Hainsey doesn't suck. He's just not very good. He's the slowest guy I've ever seen in the NHL. In He's also life. the oldest guy in the NHL. Like, <laughs> let's go. All right. Uh, Oshiganov. Oh, I, it's only one-year deal. Oh, $1.7 million bucks. He's out of here anyway. We're getting rid of him. Yeah, he's just not doing it. I right? think he's even... Did he even play tonight? I think he's a healthy scratch. I don't think he played tonight. Yeah. Is he on the IR? Nope. Yeah, he's a healthy scratch. He's out. Uh, Mernson, J- uh, Jer- uh, Jeremy Hall, J- Justin Hall. One of, the, one of those two. <laughs> uh, okay, so anyways, there's a bunch of other stuff. Uh, I do want to look at Garrett Sparks because I've always really liked Garrett Sparks, but this year he's made me super nervous as a full-time backup. What's your feeling on him? I think he's trying to fill big shoes. Mm. Okay? He's trying to fill big shoes. McElhaney was a fantastic backup goalie. Mm-hmm. Unreal. And again, teams are coming in, all cylinders firing against Toronto. As the backup goalie, you're coming in. You're not prepared. Well, you are prepared. But these teams aren't playing their healthy scratches against you anymore. These teams are playing the Ovechkins. They're taking that power play slap shot. They're at, making it count. You know what I mean? And that's a lot of pressure as a backup goalie. You know what I mean? Okay. So you, you have sparked. I think he's okay. I think he's okay. You have Sparks. This is this is the last year of the contract, right? This two year deal he signed, um, six six hundred seventy five thousand dollars on this on the season. 
for a backup, that's, that's where cool. you're, that you're gonna save money. And I, he's like pretty decent. I think he's got like nine wins this season. Like I'm not, I'm not losing sleep over Sparks. I just got like a little bit nervous because he was like jittery, man. Like he was like all over the place. <laughs> yeah, man. Like he's playing against the best of the best. Okay. Every night. You got Freddie Anderson. We already talked about him a little bit. Five million bucks in the season. He's locked up for Toronto for another two seasons. So let's. So he's at twenty five now. Twenty seven. Eighty nine. Twenty nine. No, he's thirty this year. So okay, so you have him for two more seasons. I don't know if they resign him. That all depends what what's coming up in the system. Well, I guess that's the other thing too. Like they they got some talks, but I I don't know if Sparks sticks around for another two seasons. I don't know. I don't know exactly what what the overall plan would be for the back end. But Leafs have always always been that team that signs other goalies from. They never they never Felix Poffin. Felix Poffin is the never last. Draft. Yeah, Felix Poffin is the last homegrown goaltender. No, he's fucking Montreal. He's he's uh no he he came up through the Leaf system he's a francophone though. yeah no he oh. came up through the Le- like Leafs yeah. drafted him right yeah yeah then because then what they went Joseph so they went uh yeah they went Poffin Joseph no Fuhr no Fuhr Poffin yes um Joseph Joseph Belfour <laughs> and then and then it became like a shit show. Jonathan Quick, Bernier. No, no Jonathan Quick. Bern, <laughs> Jonathan Bernier. No, but Tesla, Tesla, Tesla. Uh, yeah. yeah, there's like uh, Gunner. Oh, I'm not Gunnarsson. Um, Gustafson. Gustafson. You know, Gustafson had his moments, though. What about J.S. Uh, oh, my God. I forgot about it. J.S. Jaguar. And then he left, and then he went back to Anaheim, still had another handful of seasons in him. Yeah, man. There's, there's, a, there's a couple, like, uh, Andrew Raycroft. Raycroft. Justin Pogge. Like, there's a couple years there, man. They went, uh, what's his name? Fucking uh, the Mormon guy. Oh, Reimer. 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 Leafs went from like four goalies over 15 years to then a new goalie every year for like 10 years. But Reimer took us to that playoff run against Boston. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Who is it? Reimer's backup? Trevor Kidd? Come on. Trevor Kidd? No. Trevor Kidd? (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Trevor fucking Kidd. Yeah. Listen, Leafs defense, that could be a whole book of other things. Okay. My last question to you before we end off this podcast. Thank you so much for keeping keeping on board with us. Where do the Leafs finish? How many points? Call it now, and let's make a bet about it. <sighs> okay. Uh, in the conference? O- overall, like, yeah, in the conference. In the conference, we finish uh, second overall in the conference. Okay. And, uh, ah, fuck, see, now, now this hurts me. How I don't many, want to make a playoff bet. Now, how many points are they in the season with? How many points are they in the season with? Yeah, so... Uh, 71 now? Jesus. 71, they're fourth overall in the league. San Jose is just above them with 73. Same with Calgary, 73. And then Tampa Bay running away with it with 84. Tampa Bay might have 100 points by the end of this month. I thought we were talking about the conference. You're talking about the league? Where do they finish in the no, league? No, where do they finish? How many points are they in the season with? points in the season with we got 71 right now man this is tough eh fourth overall 71 on the season 
I say we end it with 86 points. No. Are you crazy? 102 points. 102 points. Okay. Okay. Let me see if I can still fucking write something. 102 points. Okay. Um, I think they're going to end the season with 107 points. 102 points. All right. So that's like uh, two, two extra wins plus an overtime loss. Difference. Yeah. All right. Let's see how it goes. Best of luck to you, my friend. What are we betting? What do you want to do? Uh, round, round with uh, my wife slash your girlfriend? Everybody wins. <laughs> Let's go! That's a win, win, win. Let's All right. do it. Okay, how about this? We'll do, we'll do the burger. All right? I win, I'll buy you yeah. a round. You win, you buy me a round. All right, cool. And Britt gets one, too. And bring, Britt, the, the winner has to buy a bonus one for Britt. Yeah. All right. Actually, Britt has to buy for whoever wins. <laughs> that's a win-win actually that's a, no, that's a lose for you yeah that means I have to pay for the win or lose I have to pay for it alright nice. Leaf fans thank you so much for tuning in and checking us out Jordan thank you for being part of the, the first one of 2019 Leaf edition from your friends and family at the Not After 30 podcast Jordan you got one, one last thing to say gotta love them Leafs baby go Leafs go, Leafs, go. go.